0: Cantos 5 to 10 of Book six of the Ramayana of Valmiki, Translated by Ralph D. H. Griffith This Lirivox recording is in the public domain. Recording by om Canto five: Rama's Lament There on the coast in long array The banner's martial legions lay While Nila's care had ordered well the watch of God and Sentinel, and minder moved from post to post with Duvid to protect the host. Then Rama stood by Lakshman's side, and mastered by his sorrow, cried, My dear brother, the heart's distress, as days wear on, grows less and less, but my deep-seated grief, alas. Grows fiercer as the seasons pass. Though for my queen my spirit longs, And broods indignant over my wrongs, Still wilder is my grief to know That her young life is passed in woe. Breathe, gentle gale, O breathe where she lies prisoned And then breathe on me. And though my love I may not meet, thy kiss shall be divinely sweet ah by the giant shape appalled on her dear lord for help she called still in mine ears the sad cry rings and tears my heart with poison stings through the long daylight and the gloom of night wild thoughts of her consume my spirit and my love supplies The torturing flame which never dies. Leave me, my brother, I will sleep, Couched on the bosom of the deep, For the cold wave may bring me peace, And bid the fire of passion cease. One only thought my stay must be, That art, one art, holds her and me. To hear, to know, my darling lives, some life-supporting comfort gives, As streams from distant fountains run Over meadows parching in the sun. Ah, when, my foeman at my feet, Shall I, my queen, my glory meet? The blossom of her dear face raise, And on her eyes unraptured gaze. Press her soft lips to mine again, And drink a balm to banish pain alas alas where lies she now my darling of the lovely brow on the cold art, no help at hand forlorn amid the rakshas band king janak's child still calls on me her lord and love to set her free but soon in glory will she rise a crescent moon in autumn skies AND THOSE DARK ROVERS OF THE NIGHT, LIKE SCATTERED CLOUDS, SHALL TURN IN FLIGHT. CANTO Six, Robin's SPEECH But when the giant king surveyed, His glorious town in ruin laid, And each dire sign of victory won, By Hanuman the Wingard's son. He veiled his angry eyes oppressed by shame, and does his lords at rest. The banner-spy has passed the gate, Of Lanka long inviolate, eluded watch and ward and seen, With his bold eyes the captive queen. My royal roof with flames is red, The bravest of my lords are dead, And the fierce banner in his hate Has left our city desolate now ponder well the walk that lies before us ponder and advise with deep observing judgment, scan the peril and mature a plan from counsel sages say the root springs victory most glorious fruit first ranks the king when woe impends who seeks the counsel of his friends of kinsmen ever faithful found Are those whose hopes with his abound, Then with their aid his strength applies, And triumphs in his enterprise. Next ranks the prince who plans alone, No counsel seeks to aid his own, Weighs loss and gain, and wrong and right, And seeks success with honest mind. Unwisest he who spawns delays, Who counts no cost, no peril ways, Speeds to his aim, defying fate, and risks his all precipitate thus two in council sages find a best, a worst, a middle kind when gathered counsellors explore the way by light of holy law, and all from first to last agree is the best counsel of the tree, next, if debate first waxes high. And each his chosen plan would try, Till all agree at last to redeem This counsel second in esteem. Worst of the three is this, When each assails with taunt His fellow's speech, When all debate and no consent Concludes the angry argument. Consult then, lords, my task shall be, The crown would act your wise decree. WITH thousands of his wild allies, the vengeful Rama he HIGHS. with unregistered might and speed across the flood his troops will lead, or oh, for the banner host will drain the channels of the conquered main. Canto Seven. Ravan encouraged. He SEIZED, days SCORNED with blinded eyes. The foreman and his bold allies, raised reverent hands with one accord, and thus made answer to their lord. Why yield thee king to causeless fear, a mighty host with sword and spear, And mace and axe and pike and lance, waits but thy signal to advance? Art thou not he who slew of old the serpent GUARDS and stormed their hold? Scaled Mount Kailasha and overtree, Kubera and his Yaksha crew, compelling Siva's hofty friend, beneath a mightier arm to bend, Didst thou not bring from realms afar The marvel of the magic car One day who served Kubera fell, crushed in the mountain citadel, attracted by thy matchless fame, to thee a suppliant Maya came. The lord of every OF band, and won thee with his daughter's hand. Thy arm in hell itself was felt, where Basuki and Sunkar dwelt, and they and Takshak, overthrown, were forced thy conquering might to own. The gods in vain their blessing gave to heroes, bravest of the brave, who strove a year and, sorely pressed, their victor's peerless might confessed in vain their magic arts they tried in vain thy matchless arm defied king barun's sons with fourfold force cars elephants and foot and horse but for a while thy power withstood and conquered mourned their hardy hood thou hast encountered face to face king yama with his murdering maze, Fierce is the wild, tempestuous sea, what terror hath his wrath for thee, though death in every threatening form and woe and torment hours the storm, thine arm a glorious victory won over the dread king who pities none, and the three walls from terror freed in joyful wonder praised thy deed, the tribe of warriors, strong and dread as indra's self over art had spread as giant trees that towering stand in mountain glens they filled the land Drago's son encounter foes fierce numerous and strong as those yet trained in war and practised well overmatched by thee they fought and fell stay in thy royal home nor care the battle and the toil to share But let the easy fight be won by Indrajit, thy matchless son. All, all shall die, if thou permit, Slain by the hand of Indrajit. Canto eight, Prahasta's Speech Dark as a cloud of autumn, dread, Prahasta joined his palms and said, Gandharva's guards, the hosts who dwell in heaven in air, in art in hell, have yielded to thy might, and how shall two weak men oppose thee now? Hanuman came a foe disguised and mocked us heedless and surprised, or never had a leaf to flee, and boast that he has fall with me, Command O king, and this right hand shall sweep the banners from the land and hill and dale to ocean shore shall know the death-doomed race no more but let my care the means devise to guard thy city from surprise then Durmuk cried of rakshas race too long we brook the dire disgrace he gave our city to flames he trod the chambers of thy dames Never shall so weak and vile a thing, Unpunished brave the giant's king, Now shall this single arm attack, And drive the daring banners back, Till to the winds of heaven they flee, Or seek the depths of art and sea. Then, brandishing the maze he bore, Whose horrid spikes were stained with gore, While fury made his eyeballs red, Impetuous Bazradanstra said, Why waste a thought on one so vile, As Hanuman the banner while Sugriva, Lakshman, yet remain, And Rama, mightier still, unslain? This mace today day shall cross the tree, And all the host will turn and flee. Listen, and I will speak, Incline, O king, To hear these words of mine. For the deep plan that I propose will swiftly rid thee of thy foes, that thousands of thy host assume the forms of man in youthful bloom in war's magnificent array draw near to Ragu's son and say, "The younger brother Varat sends this army, and thy cause be friends. Then let our legions hasten near." with bow and mace and sword and spear and on the banner army reign our steel and stone till all be slain if Ragusons sons will fain believe entangled in the net we weave the penalty they both must pay and lose their forfeit lives to-day then with his warrior soul on fire nikumba spoke in burning ire I, only I, will take the field, And Ragu's son his life shall yield. would these walls, O chiefs, abide, Nor part ye from our monarch's side? CANTO the Vision's COUNCIL A score of warriors forward sprang, And loud the clashing iron rang, Of mace and axe, and spear and sword, As thus they spake Unto their lord, their king Sugriva will we slay, and Ragu's sons ere close of day, and strike the wretch Hanuman down, the spoiler of our golden town. But sage vivishan strove to calm the chieftain's fury, palm to palm. He joined in lowly reverence, pressed before them, and the throng addressed. Dismiss the hope of conquering one So stern and strong as Ragu's son. In due control each sense he keeps, With constant care that never sleeps. Whose daring heart has ever conceived The exploit Hanuman achieved, Across the fearful sea to spring The tributary river's king. O Rakshas lords, in time be wise, nor Rama's matchless power despise. And say, what evil had the son of Raku to our monarch done, Who stole the dame he loved so well, And keeps her in his citadel? If Kharu, in his foolish pride, Encountered Rama, fought and died, May not the meanest love his life, And guard it in the deadly strife. The metal dame, O Raksha's king, Sore peril to thy realm will bring, restore her while there yet is time, Nor let us perish for thy crime. Oh, let the mortal lady go, Ere the Avenger bend his bow, to ruin with his airy showers, our Lanka with her gates and towers. Let Janak's child again be free, Ere the wild banners cross the sea, in their registless might assail. Our city and her rampart scale. Ah, I conjure thee by the ties of brotherhood, be just and wise In all my thoughts thy good I seek, and does my prudent counsel speak Let captive Ceta be restored, ere fierce as autumn sun her lord send his keen arrows from the string, To drink the life blood of our king. This fury from thy soul dismiss, The bane of duty, peace, and bliss. Seek duty's path, and walk therein, And joy and endless glory wane. Restore the captive, ere we feel The piercing point of Rama's steel. O spare thy city, spare the lives Of us, our friends, our sons and wives. Thus spake Bivishan, wise and brave, The rakshas king no answer gave, But bade his lords the council close, And sought his chamber for repose. Canto ten, Bivishan's Council Soon, as the light of morning broke, Bivishan from his slumber woke, And, duty guiding every thought, The palace of his brother sought. Vast as a towering hill that shows, his peaks afar, that palace rose. Here stood within the monarch's gate, sage nobles skilful in debate, the there strayed in glittering raiment through the courts his royal retinue, where in wild miser rose and fell, The music of the drum and shell, and talk grew loud, and many a dame. Our fairest feature went and came Through doors a marvel to behold With pearl inlaid on burning gold Therein Gundurba's all the fleet, Lords of storm might joy to meet He passed within the wondrous pile, chief glory of the giant's isle. Does ere his fiery course be done, An autumn cloud that meets the sun He heard auspicious voices raise With loud accord the note of praise, And sages deep in scripture sing Each glorious triumph of the king. He saw the priests in order stand, Card oil in every sacred hand, And by them flowers were laid and grain, Due offerings to the holy train. The vision to the monarch bowed Raised on a throne above the crowd, Then skilled in arts of soft address, He raised his voice the king to bless, And sate him on a seat where he full in his brother's sight should be. The chieftain there, while none could hear, spoke his true speech for Ravan's ear, And to his words of wisdom lent The force of weightiest argument. O brother here, since Rama's queen, A captive in thy house has been, The omens, day by day, Have struck our souls with wild dismay. No longer still and strong and clear, The flames of sacrifice appear, But, restless with the frequent spark, Knit clouds of smoke grow faint and dark. Our ministering priests turn pale. To see their wonted offerings fail, And ants and serpents creep and crawl within the consecrated hall. Dried are the udders of our cows, Our elephants have useless brows, Nor can the sweetest pasture stay The chargers long unquiet neigh. Big tears from mules and camels flow, Whose tearing coats their troubles show. Nor can the leech's art restore their health and vigour as before. Rapacious boats are fierce and bold, not single hunters as of old, in banded troops they chase the prey, or gathering on our temples stay. True twilight hours which shriek and howl, Around the city jackals prowl, And wolves and foul hyenas wait. A toast for blood at every gate, one soul atonement still may cure, These evils and our will assure. Restore the mighty dame and win, An easy pardon for thy sin." The righteous monarch heard and moved, To sudden wrath his speech reproved. No danger, brother, can I see, The mighty dame I will not free. Though all the gods for Rama fight, he yields to my superior might. Thus the tremendous king who broke, The ranks of heavenly warriors spoke, and sternly purpose to resist, his brother from the hall dismissed And of Cantos five to ten